Representative of Lord Vishnu challenged the Javanduta that if you are representative of Javaraj, who is supposed to be one of the authorities of religion, then you must explain what is religion, dharma, and what is uh, non-religion or other. <coughs> because according to this principle, one is punished or rewarded. If you become religious, then you are rewarded. And if you are irreligious, then you are punished. That is stated in the Bhagavad Gita also. Urdham gachanti sattasva, madhe tishanti rajasa, jaghanna gunavittishya adho gachanti tam. How a man is going to heaven or hell, uh, one can understand from the direction of the scriptures. Just like you can understand how a man is going to be punished or rewarded within this material world. <coughs> if you see somebody is working very hard, doing nicely, you can conjecture that this man will be happy. Say for example, if a boy is studying very nicely, uh, you can conjecture that this boy will rise very highly in his future life. And similarly, if a boy is whiling uh, away his time by playing, you can understand this boy is being quiet. Similarly, by the direction of the scripture, you can understand uh, what is the destination of a certain person. Therefore, uh, they say, sātra-cakhuśya, whether I am progressing or regressing, that will be understood uh, through the 
eyes of Shastra, not in ordinary eyes. <coughs> so he says, Kathangsi Dhyati Dhanda Kimbasa Sthanamipsita. According to punishment and reward, a man, a living entity, living entity means this danda, this punishment and uh, reward is meant for the human being, <coughs> not the animals. Animals are not supposed to be under the stringent laws of material. Just like in ordinary way, all the state laws are applicable to the human being, not to the animal. <coughs> because <coughs> if an animal, animal goes to the wrong path, uh, or an, if an animal takes away uh, something from your possession, he is not punished. Neither anybody goes to complain in the police court. Similarly, uh, human beings, that is also civilized human being, advanced civilized. That is stated here. Dandakin Karino Sarbe Aho Sit Kotichit Nipa, Kotichit Nora. Human being, that is also very few human beings. Because those who are supposed to be advanced, the Aryans, the Aryans are called the advanced human being. Uh, the civilization means Aryan civilization. Uh, the Kotichit Naram, this very word is used here. Not all human beings, those who are, they are also punished, uh, but a civilized human being is uh, uh, very much responsible life. Uh, the chance is given to get out of this cycle of birth and death. <coughs> Therefore, for civilized human beings, these Vedas, these scriptures are meant for them, not for the rascals and fools, those who are in the lower stage of life, only for the civilized. <coughs> so the Jamadūta, then the reply is given by the Jamadūta, the repentance the constables of Jamaras, they are working under Jamaras, which is an authority. <coughs> they must know, they must know uh, what is right and wrong, so how nicely they reply. So the first challenge was given, uh, what is dharma? What is religion? Uh, what is piety? So they, they are replying, Veda pranihita dharma. Dharma means the injunction given in the Vedas. That is dharma. Uh, just like if you ask what is law, then the immediate answer is law means the injunction of the state. Uh, you cannot make it law. The state, the government, Whatever the government orders, that is law. The word of the government is law. 
Similarly, dharma means the injunction given in the Vedas. It is clearly said, Veda pranihita dharma. Jadharma tad viparaja and non-religion, and irreligion, irreligion or non-religion is just the opposite. Uh, for example, if you abide by the laws or the Vedas, then you should know that you are uh, following the path of dharma or religion. But if you do not abide by the laws of Vedas, then you are irreligious. This is the samansamsa. Uh, <coughs> now, why Vedas should be accepted? So seriously, at least we who are supposed to be followers of the Vedic laws, we we take it so seriously. For example, how we accept the injunctions of Vedas seriously. <coughs> there is example uh, a stool, animal stool or any human means stool, stool is stool. That stool is uh, supposed to be impious, impure. If you touch stool, then you have to take your bath. Uh, you become impure. You have to take your bath. <coughs> As we do generally, after passing stool, we take bath. That is a Hindu injunction. <coughs> And uh, even a man goes twice for passing stool, he must take twice bath. That is the real Hindu religious life. Now, stool, in one place it is said that it is impure. If you touch, then you have to take your bath. In another place it is said, this stool, particular, the cow dung is pure. Cow dung is pure. If there is any impure place, if you uh, near over it, cow dung, then it is pure. That is also injunction of the Veda. Now you cannot argue that one place you say that this tool is impure, and another place you say this is pure. This is contradiction. Sometimes people find this contradiction. But you have to accept because it is injunction of the Veda that you are doing practically every day. Similarly, this bone, <coughs> any bone, animal bone, if you touch, you have to take bath, you become impure. But this corn cells which are sounding, vibrating in the deep room, that is also bone. Ah. But you cannot argue that you say, Bone is impure. Why you are taking one bone in the DC room? That you cannot. This is acceptance of Veda without any argument. <coughs> and if you want to know why what is accepted pure and what is accepted impure, if you make, uh, I mean, to research, you will find that the basic injunction is right. 
steadfast this cow dung. Perhaps you doctor know that one doctor Lalman goes in Calcutta. He analyzed this cow dung and he has he was a professor in the medical college. He has declared that cow dung is full of antiseptic properties. The bathing injunction is that is right. But sometimes it appears uh, to be contradictory. Uh, but we cannot judge how it is so contradictory. We have to accept like that. That is the following of Vedic rules. So similarly, in the Bhagavad Gita, we find Krishna has explained uh, so many ways. Karma yoga, Kaira yoga, Dhyana yoga, Hatha yoga, so many other things. But ultimately he says Bhakti yoga is the supreme. Sarva dharman paritajya maam ekang saranam. Maam ekang saranam vaja means this is Bhakti yoga. One has to simply obey or surrender unto Krishna giving up all other types of religious principles. So one can say that Lord Krishna said in some places of the Bhagavad Gita as this yoga, karma yoga is nice, jnana yoga is nice. No, the last one, what he says, that is to be accepted. You cannot argue that Krishna said karma yoga is also good. You cannot argue that I shall take to karma yoga. That is karma yoga, a different stages of evolution. One who is fit for simply karma yoga, that process is recommended for him. But if one ultimately wants the supreme benefit, then this is the injunction of Bhagavad Gita, that sarva dharman paritajya maamekam sarvangmati. <clears throat> so, we have to follow the Vedic principles. Uh, that is dharma. And why Vedic principles are to be accepted as supreme? That is also explained here. Veda pranihito dharma jadarma sad viparjaya vedo narayana sasha. Veda means narayana, the supreme personality of Godhead directly. Just like law book is directly government. Similarly, Vedanarayana Shakshat, Sambhu, it is Susuma. Again he says, Susuma, I have heard it. I have heard it. When I say I have heard it, that means I have heard it from a superior authority. Susuma. And no followers of Vedic principle will say, it is my opinion. Your opinion is nonsense. What you are. This is the way of understanding Veda. Susruma. Therefore Veda is known as Sruti. Sruti and Smriti. There is no such thing that in my opinion I comment like this, I take the meaning like this. No. You have to understand it by the susuma process or sautapantha. 
by hearing from the authority. <coughs> That's why in the Bhagavad Gita it is said, Imam Vivasati Yugam Pratamanahamabhyam. So first of all, I said this principle of Bhagavad Bhakti Yoga or Bhagavad Gita Yoga to the Sun God. Imam Vivasati Yugam Pratamanaham. Aham. I, I spoke, Pratamanaham. Vivasan Manave Prahu and the Sun God uh, said to his son, Manu. Manu Ikhagave Bravit, the seek, that means the principles of Bhagavad Gita is being accepted by the process of hearing from authority. That is the process. <coughs> you cannot comment in your own way. Uh, that is not authorized. You have to hear from the authority. Uh, therefore, Kathu Upanishad says, Tad Vijnanatham sa Gurumeva Avigachet. If anyone wants to learn the transcendental science, he has to, he has to accept. Gachet, this is beginning. Must. There is no exception. You cannot say that we, without going to spiritual master, I shall learn the transcendental science. No, that is not possible. <coughs> Therefore, in our Vaishnava principle, it is said, Adau Gurbhasram, in the very beginning of understanding uh, spiritual knowledge, uh, one has to take shelter of a guru. Adau Gurbhasram, Sadharma Prishya, the next stage is inquiring from the spiritual master about uh, real spiritual life. These are the process. In the Srimad Bhagavatam also it is said that Tasmad Gurum Prabhadita Jignasu Sreya Uttama. One who has actually serious about inquiring uh, supreme subject, Uttama. <coughs> Udgata Tamam Jasma. In the material world, all knowledge is covered with illusion. Uh, and material world is known as Tama, Tamasi Ma, Jyoti Gama. <coughs> this is darkness. So real knowledge means which has surpassed this province of darkness. Uttama. Jignasu Uttama. Anyone who has become very much inquisitive to learn <coughs> about the transcendental subject matter, he has to accept a guru. Tasmad gurum prapadvit. Guru means you have to find out some uh, personality who is well-versed in the Vedic knowledge. Sabde paresan nishnatam brahmani upasamasana. These are the symptoms of guru. That he is well-versed, well-cognizant in the uh, conclusion of the Vedas. Uh, not only that, he is well-versed, but he has actually in his life taken to that path, upasamāsā, uh, <coughs> without being deviated uh, by any other way. Upasamā, uh, upasamā, he has finished 
all material hankering. He has taken simply to the spiritual life and simply surrendered to the Supreme Personality of Godhead. And at the same time, he knows all the Vedic conclusions. This is the uh, description of a guru. Similarly, Kathopanishad also it is said, Tasmat Gurum Prabhadeta, this is Bhagavad. Tatvijanatam Sadhurumeva, we just said, Samitpani Srutriyam, Srutriyam, one who has very nicely heart, uh, uh, one who has acquired Vedic knowledge by the hearing process, Srutriyam, Brahmanism. And the result is that is fully, formally fixed up in Brahma. <coughs> Bhagavad Gita also says that Tadviddhi Pranipatena Pariprasrena Srivaya. Thus, if you want to understand the spiritual knowledge, then you have to learn it by surrender, panipat. Panipatena pariprasena and sevaya. These three things. You have to surrender, you have to inquire or make questions with service, not by challenging them. <coughs> Jnanina tattva darshana. Then you will be able to understand uh, real uh, spiritual knowledge. <coughs> so, Veda Pranihita, this very word uh, is implicated with so many uh, ideas of Vedic knowledge. But they are summarized. The dharma means the injunctions of the Veda. <coughs> dharma Veda Pranihitu Dharma Jadharma Sad Viparjaya Veda Narayana Shasha. Why Veda should be taken so seriously? People question the Vedas are written by some man. <coughs> That's wrong. Vedas are not written by any man. Otherwise, why Vedas should be taken so seriously? Not, not at present moment, it is coming. All the Acharyas, all the Acharyas, so far we are concerned with Indian Hindus, we are being controlled by the Acharyas, recent Acharyas, Sankaracharyas, Ramanuja Acharyas, Madhya Acharyas, Vishnu Swami. They have accepted. Veda was the Supreme. Lord Chaitanya accepted. Veda was the Supreme. And Lord Buddha, although He accepted incarnation of God, Still, because he did not accept Veda, uh, his philosophy was not accepted in India. Vedana maniya bodha hiladasi. Our principle, the Vedic principle is that anyone who does not uh, obey the injunctions of the Veda, he is called nasty, atheist. He does not believe. Vedana Vanya Bodha Hila Nasti, Chaitanya Mahapur saying that we consider the Buddhists as atheists because they do not accept the Vedic principles. Chaitanya Mahapur says, Vedasaya Nastika Bad Bodha Teodhi. But persons who superficially say that we are being controlled by the Vedas, but uh, actually, they are atheists. 
they do not believe in God, uh, they are more dangerous than the Buddha. That is the person of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. <coughs> so, uh, dharna pranihata, uh, vida pranihita dharma, jadarmasta viparjaya, vidu narayana sakta. Vidu narayana sakta. This is injunction. You have to accept the Vedic words as the words of Narayana. Now, if you accept Krishna as the Supreme Personality of Godhead, then whatever he has said in the Bhagavad Gita, that is Veda. Is it not? If Veda Narayana Saksha, if Vedas are to be considered as Narayana directly, then Krishna he is uh, accepted by the Acharyas as the Supreme Personality of Godhead. That is the conclusion of the Vedas also. Narayana is expansion of Krishna. Uh, if you read Chaitanya Chaitamrita, and there are many other Sanghitas, uh, Krishna is the original Supreme Personality of God. Ishara Parama Krishna, Satchidananda Bhigra. Anadi Radi Govinda, Sarva Karana Karana. Even he is the cause of Narayana. Krishna expands Krishna expands Advaita Achyute Anadi Ananta Rupam. He is Advaita, absolute, but he expands himself in multi forms. Uh, he expands himself as Baladev. And from Baladev, there is Sankarsha. From Sankarsha, there is Aniruddha, Pradhamna. In this way, expansion goes. These are Vedic <coughs> versions. <coughs> so, Narayana is also Krishna's expansion. Although these expansions are not different from one another. That is also the example is given. Just like one candle then you light up another candle, another candle. Each one of these candles are equally powerful. <coughs> but the original candle is called uh, the first candle. Similarly, Krishna is the original Supreme Personality of God. From Him, uh, all other expansions, they are called Vishnu Tattva. Uh, and Krishna also says, in the Bhagavad-gītā, aham sarvasya prabhava, aham ādi-dīvānāṁ. These things are there. So in this way we have to accept uh, dharma uh, as it is said in the recent, say within five years, uh, five, five thousand years, uh, the Krishna consciousness is uh, actually we are spreading. This Krishna consciousness means what Krishna has said, that we have taken. That is Veda. Some, sometimes people argue that Bhagavad Gita is Smriti. Professor Dr. Stahl, he argued with me in, that uh, Bhagavad Gita is Smriti. Smriti means the Vedic conclusion written by somebody else. That is called Smriti. He is also authorized. So, Bhagavad Gita is also accepted as Smriti, but Smriti 
is not different from Shruti. Rupa Goswami says, Shruti Smriti Puranadi Pantadatriki Bidhing Bina Pikantiki Hare Bhakti Utpatai Vakalpa. So, Smriti is not without Vedic. Sometimes people do not accept the Purana as Vedic. No. Here it is said by Rupa Goswami. Suti, Siti, Puranadi. They are all Vedas. Purana means supplementary. Just as the Vedic knowledge is described in the Mahabharata, it is in the form of history, but actually the Vedic knowledge is there. That is also stated in the Srimad Bhagavatam. Sri Shuddha Dijabandhu Nang Traina Sriti Gochara. Sri, Oman, Sudra, and Dijabandhu. Dijabandhu means a person who is born in Brahmin family, but he is not advanced in spiritual knowledge. He is called Dijabandhu. He is not called a Brahmin. Sri, Sudra, and they are classified along with Sri and Sudra. Sri, Sudra, Dijabandhu. Trayina Suti Gochara. For this person, it is very difficult to understand in the Vedic injunction. Therefore, the Vedic injunctions are sometimes made into uh, historical uh, stories. <coughs> the stories, they are not a fiction, they are facts. But some of the, just like the battle of Purukshetra between the Pandavas, and the Kauravas. This is a fact. But the incidences are so nice that you can derive Vedic knowledge from them. And Bhagavad Gita is within Mahabharata. So, <coughs> this is a fact that Veda Pranita Dharma, Dharma, it is to be settled that Dharma means. Uh, the injunction of the Supreme Narayana. Uh, and adharma means that you manufacture something out of your own fertile brain. That is adharma. Uh, and dharma means the injunction. Dharma sarsad bhagavat pranita. Dharma means uh, what is spoken by the Supreme Personality of Godhead. That is dharma. Therefore, we take it for acceptance. The Krishna says, uh, that is actually the fact, mamekaṁ saranam, to surrender unto Krishna, that is her, sarva-dhanmāṁ And in another place of the Bhagavad-gītā it is said, bahunāṁ janmanāṁ ante, jñānavāṁ māṁ prapadyat. Those who are thinking themselves are advanced in knowledge, uh, such persons, after many, many births, take to the surrendering process to Krishna. Uh. <coughs> so, uh, the person of Srimad Bhagavatam and person of the Vedas and person of Bhagavad Gita, there is no difference. It, is, it has to be studied a little carefully. Uh. <coughs> Any questions?
Now we have come to the conclusion dharma means the words of the Supreme Personality of God. This is Saman Sarasthana. What do you mean by dharma? That means dharma cannot be manufactured by any conditioned soul. Conditioned souls, they are subjected to so many deficiencies. Therefore, they cannot create any dharma. That will not be accepted as dharma. Here, as the uh, uh, assistant of Jamaraj says, that Veda Pranita Dharma. Dharma means what is stated in the Vedas. And Vedas means uh, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Direct. And just like when you speak, when you speak or hear Bhagavad Gita, immediately we should know at least this vision we take that Krishna is directly speaking. And if we interpret, then the whole thing is lost. That is not Bhagavad Gita. And that is going on. Malinterpretation of Bhagavad Gita. Everyone is taking Bhagavad Gita and he is interpreting in his own way. So that is not Bhagavad Gita. Bhagavad Gita means as Krishna says. Krishna says, Manmana bhavamad bhakta marjaji maangnavaskuru. But a commentator, a big commentator says, Oh, it is not to Krishna, to the person. You see? This kind of commentary is going on. That is not punishment, that is to stop the disturbance. By law, there is no such law that when there is a rat in your house, you should catch it and kill it. Law does not say. Is there a law like that? No. That is it. That is another. Yes, but sometimes that, that depends on the person. Sometimes uh, those are pious persons, uh, they know that these rats, they are also hungry and they should be given some food. And that is the vision of the pious person and that is stated in the Svadhvāgata, that in your house you should see not only to the welfare of your children, even there is a lizard, there is a uh, rat, even there is a snake, you should see uh, how he is also comfortably situated. That is spiritual community. Uh, in Vrindavan still, a snake found in the house is never killed. A snake. Still, a rat is never killed. Uh, if you kill a rat in Vrindavan, uh, then so many people will come. Oh, you are committing such sinful acts. Okay. 
So that depends on the mentality of the person. You can <coughs> take care of this animal. You can take care of this animal, uh, I mean to say, against the disturbance created by this animal, but you cannot kill them. That is not. But when it is unavoidable, we have to do like that. But as far as possible, we should avoid. Uh, we have heard from our father that uh, his elder brother in the village had a cloth shop and there were rats. Uh, so uh, at night he would keep a, a big bowl of rice in the middle of the shop and the rats will eat whole night. They will not commit uh, any uh, harm to the cloth. They respect it. They are also hungry, they are also living entities. Uh, they have also right to live, to eat. Ishavasamidam Sadbam. Everything. They are God's creatures. The food is not only meant for you, that you shall simply eat rice and not allow to the rats and cats. No, that is not basic injunction you will find in the Srimad Bhagavad. You can take uh, precautions against the after all their animals. But you cannot kill. Yes. But then uh it seems further then that if you are going to make a program feed the animals in your house, then won't more and more animals come until uh there won't be uh much room for you in your business. Suppose I feed these rats hmm. and I go out feeding them, there's more and more rats. Well the rats will be fair, either you give or not, hmm. it will steal. So uh, that is not the problem. But if you give them food, uh, they, they will, of course that is uh, Western uh, philosophy. And because the animals are increasing, they should be killed. Uh, we Indians also, we have taken that view. Because we cannot give protection to the cows, they must be sent to the slaughterhouse. That is the modern view. But, uh, 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 that is not injunction of the Vedas. The Vedas say that everyone has right to live, every living entity. That is going on not only in consideration of the animals, even in human beings, that's like the Americans. They were all Europeans. They entered this American land, killed so many red Indians. So these kind of things are going on. But that does not mean that is the law. You kill so many uh, red Indians for your benefit. But you have to suffer for that. So that, that this is going on in the human society. But that does not mean it is dharma. No. Dharma means you have to abide by the regulation given by the Veda. You have to adjust things. <coughs> Sometimes in Africa, the man eaters, they kill their grandfather, make a feast. <coughs> The Russians also, they maintain <coughs> such theory that old men, they should be neglected. I am hard, I do not know. They, they become burdened 
But that is not meditating. But isn't that natural? It's like now we're back to keep no soul in the soil. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. These things are man-manufactured. They're bundled. Dharmantu sakshad bhagavatpani. That we have to accept the words of Narayan, the Supreme Personality of God. That is all. Bhagavatam, every line is so interesting. Uh, therefore, Vidya Bhagavatavati, knowledge means the knowledge of Srimad Bhagavatam. But uh, generally, people do not discuss Bhagavatam in this way. They go immediately uh, to the tenth canto. And that's Vida. That is the subject matter of Bhagavatam. And Bhagavatapa means uh, that Krishna is kissing the gopis, that's all. And there are so many nice instructions, uh, that is not good. They are neglected because they do not like to hear such instructions. Krishna's dealings with the gopis, that is very much liked. But Bhagavad, you know, to understand Krishna, nine cantos have been made. And Krishna's activities have been inserted in the tenth canto after understanding Krishna. Vetimam Sattam, as it is said in the Bhagavad Gita. Manusanam so one, first of all one has to become liberated first by understanding Krishna. Then he can understand what is Krishna's first time to the gopi. It is for the liberated first. It is not a thing to be explained in the marketplace. Preceding lecture was recorded on the morning of the 21st December 1970 in Surat, uh, Gujarat.